Greetings and salutations, DMs, GMs, referees, judges, game operations directors, and all other varieties of storytellers. This is your DM, Scott, and it's time for another DM Quick Tip. We're continuing the hero's journey this week on DM Quick Tips. The next step in the hero's journey is the refusal of the call to action. The hero doesn't want the responsibility of heroics. They're... The risks involved in being a hero. It's dangerous stuff. Heroes die or get horribly maimed. Just heroing in general is uncomfortable. You sleep outdoors. There's a lot of walking, especially if you live in Middle Earth. And people are trying to kill you. Why would anybody want to be a hero? It's easy to see why a normal person like you or I would refuse a call to heroics. Our normal mundane lives may be boring, but they're comfy. Luke Skywalker initially refused to join Obi-Wan Kenobi on his mission to rescue the princess. Maybe moisture farming didn't look so bad after all. There's not a lot of that blue milk in the hero bars. It was only when he returned to his farmhouse and found out that Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru were killed by stormtroopers and their home was burned to the ground did he agree to join Obi-Wan's quest. So if your players refuse the call to action, roll with it. It's part of the hero's journey, man. It's actually pretty cool if they do. Give them a reason. Bring their farmhouse down. Kill their aunt or uncle. Kill their whole family. Do whatever you need to do to get them on the road. The hero meets their mentor. The mentor is like a personal trainer of the fantasy and science fiction world. They're the thing that training montages are made of. Don't let that slip through the cracks of your story. Every good story needs a montage. The heroes decided that they're going to undertake the adventure. Refusing was not an option, but they're not quite ready yet. They're not too sure which end of the sword to use. Hint, it's the pointy end. They got no experience. Maybe they were just a farmer, and plucking carrots out of the dirt is a lot different than slaying a dragon. Enter the mentor. This may be an aging warrior from a now-defunct cult of warrior sorcerers, or a Spanish peacock from Egypt. The role of the mentor is to prepare the hero for their journey. They provide the training or the knowledge necessary for the successful completion of whatever their journey is. Gandalf can be seen as a mentor in The Hobbit and in The Lord of the Rings. The role of the mentors is to get the hero to the next step of the journey. But be careful when you introduce the mentor as a person. You don't want this mentor to take center stage because... It's not their journey. It's the hero's journey. It's in the name. It's easy for the mentor to fall into that all-powerful NPC category, and nothing pisses off players more than the all-powerful, all-knowing NPC. First chance you get, kill off the mentor. But don't do so until it is impactful on the hero. Let let the heroes kind of get used to them. Let the heroes like them, then kill them. There comes a time when the hero must step out of their world, their comfort zone, and into the new world. This is crossing the threshold, and it's the next step in the hero's journey. The hero has left the farm and is now into the world of adventure. They are ready and committed to the journey that they are about to embark upon. The departure stage of the adventure is now over, and this is when the fun really kicks in. This is where the adventure lies. There's no turning back now. This is a good spot for DMs to reflect on what's coming next. 
this part of your adventure, give some thought between your last game session and the next one. Ask yourself if you kicked off what the central conflict of your story is. You should have by now. Are you rescuing a princess or are you casting a piece of jewelry into a volcano? The party needs to know. If you haven't done this by now, you have a lot of backtracking to do. And you really can't kick off your adventure until you establish what the central conflict of the story is. How have your characters developed from their humble beginnings to what they are now? You may not have played many sessions, but where are they along that that journey of character development? Did they start at level zero and are now a well-seasoned level one? Or did they start at level one and are now a level two or level three character? This is also a good time to touch base with your players and discuss what they want for their character and what their ideas for their character development are. This way you can collaborate with them and deliver what they want. Remember, Dungeons & Dragons is a collaborative storytelling game. Don't just run your table. Play with your players. You're part of the game, too. Have you established, and I mean really established, the theme of your adventure? Is it high fantasy a la Lord of the Rings, or is it more a Conan the Barbarian-themed adventure? Maybe it's bright and shiny, kind of like Legend was, or maybe it's dark and gritty. Make sure it's clear and that you clearly establish that to your players. And once that is established, and it should be by now, stick with it. Your hero is now in that special world, that world that is very different from their comfortable mundane world that you're used to living in. Now they are in a world of high adventure. This world is going to be very different from the one that they're used to. There's a whole different set of norms and behaviors that are expected and rules that they're going to need to know. This is a very unfamiliar reality for them. They're going to be clumsy. They're going to have difficulty making their way through this world without the help of the mentor. This should be fun. This is when their hero gets their squad. Their boys, if you will. So how does this work at the D&D table? Well, it's pretty easy every character at the table is a hero and every other character sitting at the table is their squad their boys their team here you get to see the heroes tested they could be tested by the unfamiliar environment they're going to be tested by their enemies who may be constantly nipping at their heels this is an opportunity to write out several tests for the heroes to encounter these would be lower level things to test their metal get their feet wet and begin developing your threat Maybe this is where you introduce a low-level bad guy to harry them. During this step, your cast of characters is going to expand. This doesn't necessarily mean you'll take on new players at your table, but rather you may introduce some new non-player characters that may have a greater role in the adventure and in the lives of the player characters. These could be allies, or these could be enemies. These different individuals will act in some small way as a mentor. They will help the heroes in navigating this new world that they're a part of. The journey has officially begun. There's no turning back now. Now, there are many ways in which you can tell a story, and this is just one way. See you next time in the dojo.